It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Yeah, Thursday already. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin today's show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, with the reaction to the Champions League games, where Chelsea, of course, were beaten by Juve in Turin. And Manchester United smashed Villarreal Old Trafford. All one-way traffic, that one. <clears throat> Just about. This is how we reacted on TalkSport Daily. You know? Last minute miracle. to be that man, Cristiano Ronaldo. They've been catching Villarreal on the break in this second 45 minutes. They've had chance after chance. They've been waiting for that little bit of quality. When he gets that one chance, it's a goal. He had a couple of half-decent headers first half that could have ended up with chances, but a true mark of a, of a very, very good finisher that he keeps calm when the chance arrives. <laughs> just sublime in those situations you want one man that to fall to right foot you want it to fall to one man on the planet and he happened to be there in that position and United got him thankfully we had uh, the best goalkeeper in the the world tonight Uh, David was fantastic and um, very happy with his performance second half they had more of the ball it was still open and they deserve to lead. But, you know, Old Trafford is uh, magic. Uh, Champions League, Old Trafford, sometimes that uh, history can uh, would helped us. And tonight, Cristiano, of course, came up with a, a good goal and Alex scored a fantastic goal. United, shambolic. Honestly, that is a side. United fans can... It's all about the victory. And, of course, it has to be about the victory. That's the most important thing. But let me tell you now, if I was a United fan, I'd be really, really looking at that going... Okay, the problems are this is papering over the cracks. Yeah. Paper over the cracks. This is the South Preservation Society. This is the South Preservation Society. There's no reason to suggest at this stage that a defeat in Turin will be as damaging for their defence of the Champions League crown as it was back in 2012. But a night of frustration nevertheless. Juventus won. Chelsea nil. We can do better. We can do better in penetrating the last 20 meters. We were lacking, uh, of course, runs. We were struggling to find our rhythm and to keep the belief in our structure. And once we we started to do uh, other things than we wanted to do, we did mistakes and that cost us a bit of belief, but was no problem because they couldn't score. And then we give a cheap goal away and then, yeah, of course, uh, things get more complicated because suddenly (laughs) every one duel is like a step closer for victory for, for Juventus. 
dangerous and it's exactly the situation that you want to avoid. From our point of view, we have one shot on target. We haven't scored in two games. We haven't looked like scoring in two games. We would be there until this time tomorrow, maybe even longer. We would not score. Mm. And that's a concern. Mm. That is a concern because we've not looked like scoring. You know, obviously, your missus. I don't miss. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, your missus. You always go on about the fact that she's an opera singer, right? Right. The Italian opera. So, oh, where's this going? me and the boys, as yeah. soon as the final whistle went, Hold on. Hold we got on. in touch. Hold on. And she's got a message for you. Oh, baby, hello. I'm so sorry about the result this evening. Um, I can only imagine how you're feeling, but I just thought this might make you feel a little bit better. Now, Nuno Espirito Santo has said he has ignored the guidance on heading restrictions in training, with Tottenham's manager suggesting that aerial challenges are impossible to scale down. Head injuries campaigner Dawn Astle was disappointed to hear the comments. No one who's trying to make the game safer wants to spoil the enjoyment of taking part in any sport. But equally, you know, it shouldn't be to the exclusion of protecting those who are involved. And we have to make sure that our footballers can fulfil their jobs, because that's what it is, it's their job, in a safe, secure and healthy way. And I know that Nuno was criticised for his comments, but you know what? At least he was honest. And I think sometimes it's better to know the truth than for everyone to do, you know, sort of willfully carry on pretending clubs are limiting the number of headers their players do um, every week in training. And that was always the concern. Staying with Tottenham Hotspurs, this is Nuno Espirito Centre reflecting on the North London Derby Governor defeat and the mood in the camp ahead of their Europa League conference. No, you've got that wrong. It's called Europa League. No, no, no. Europa League conference clash with, uh, with NS Mura. I think he was an artist. Lots and lots of work for Nuno Espirito Santo to do. That is three games in a row now that Tottenham have conceded three goals in the Premier League. As you can imagine, it's not good. It's not good. Feeling this way, like we are feeling now, like our fans are feeling now, it's not good. But uh, the difference between us and our fans is that we can change it. We can change it. It's up to us to change it. We are sad, disappointed. But it's a feeling that we have to, to realise that is with us that goes home with us that doesn't allow us to sleep but only can make us stronger to react and the reaction is tomorrow and this is the West Ham manager David Moyes looking ahead to their game with Rapid Vienna in the Europa League proper competition that well yeah don't tell Spurs fans that claiming that Declan Rice is one of the best young CDM some would say in Europe this is him talking Rice and West Ham double their lead. Declan Rice, that could just be the goal that gives West Ham all three points on opening night. He's such a good player, he's probably, and I don't like saying it in front of him, but he's arguably one of the best young midfield players in Europe, if not the best. So if you're that and you're in that position, every time he plays, he's got a responsibility for himself. He plays for England. So I think every time he turns out, he has to play really well. I think there's pressure on him enough. So. 
he gets told off by me enough as well, so he has to live with that as well. But overall, we're, we're really happy with Declan, what he does. His performances have been excellent and uh, hope it continues. And this is the Leicester manager, Brendan Buck Rogers, previewing their clash with Walsall on Talk Sport 2. Oh, no, aren't they? Aren't they League 2? Yeah, you're right, they are League 2. Hold on, what's going on here? Oh, Leisure Walsall. Or as some people call them now, Legia. I mean, who's come up with Legia? It's like when people go, oh, Stadia, instead of stadiums. It's Leisure Warsaw, it's stadiums. Everyone get over it. It's what football's about. You play and you travel around the world to play in the, the great stadiums and, and in front of really passionate fans. Yeah, I think we've seen it over many years. And, and Legia Warsaw, of course, is a, you know, a great club with, with really passionate supporters. So... Uh, so yeah, it should be a great game and a great atmosphere and that's always something when you're away from home, especially in Europe, uh, that you have to deal with. Now, was Manchester United's Bruno Fernandes right to apologise for his penalty miss at the weekend? No. And here's Super Charlie Austin and former United defender John O'Shea to tell us just why. Any United fan, I'm sure, would have said, no, Bruno, you're OK, pal. I think you've got a bit of credit. Um, where, where he's performed since he's arrived at the club, it's everyone wanting to be perfect. As we all know, it's it's far from a far from a perfect world. Bruno Fernandez against Emmy Martinez in front of the Stretford end to salvage a point, and he's blazed it high into the Stretford end. Bruno Fernandez missed a penalty of the weekend. He blazed it to the top of the Stretford end. He just misses it. It's fine. No, yeah. he blazed it to the top of the Stretford end. Yeah, he missed right? it. Yeah. It comes out apologise for what? The reason why he come out apologise? You everyone expected Ronaldo to take the penalty. Yes, and then they put a graphic up of everybody saying, "Oh yeah, we're all behind you. I... We're all behind you." It's true, and it's honestly, it's no, true. No, I don't know. If, I don't true. know if they put it up because everyone expected Ronaldo. To, I just they think did. they put it up. No, he's apologised. Just... Bruno Fernandes came out and apologised because, oh, he take the penalty because of his record. Yeah, but everyone expected or thought, more or less, Ronaldo would take it. Yeah, but he he hasn't apologised because Ronaldo should no, have taken it. No, because he took a terrible penalty, but he doesn't need to come out and no, say he doesn't it. No, he doesn't need to come out and say it. He um, doesn't need to you come missed out. the penalty, mate. No one cares. Now, Man United have been rumoured to be interested in Leeds midfielder Calvin Phillips. One of their former fullbacks. Daniel Mills has told TalkSport Breakfast why Leeds fans won't be happy if he goes to Old Trafford. Of course, it never, ever happens, does it? Apart from Gordon McQueen. Joe Jordan, of course, being another one. And then there's Dennis Irwin, obviously. Eric Cantona, to name but Rio Ferdinand was one as well. Even Alan Smudger-Smith. Was one. I mean, so it happens. It's not really a big deal, is it? He's an outstanding player. You know, we, we know that. You know, he, he's absolutely superb. Performances for England have, have put him to a whole new level. And there'll be a lot of interest from a lot of clubs. Who needs a holding midfield player? Manchester United do. You know, Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips would be there. I mean, other players have done it. I mean, Rio left. Rio was only there a year. Alan Smith did it. Not particularly welcome back in Leeds now. You know, he, he's Calvin's Leeds through and through. But if they come knocking... I'd have never gone, to be honest. I'd have never gone and played really? for Man United. Well, I'd never got asked, so... <laughs> <laughs> Would the Leeds fans forgive him if he did? No. And this is QPR's Charlie Austin. Come on, you ours. Ours, it's ours. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you... No, that's what I said. Ours. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I thought. Revealing the one time he was starstruck on a football field. That's weird. I don't remember being on the same pitch as Charlie Austin. Stevie G. Okay. Uh, uh, the first time I played against him at home, 
got beat 3-2 Liverpool obviously and I asked there's a break in play and I asked him for his shirt but I was so nervous to ask him during the game it was I don't know just being on the same pitch with him his aura the presence he has it's incredible I was well nervous I was like can I have your shirt after the game, please? You turned into an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, into an no, eight, younger, six. <laughs> really? Wait, honestly, yeah. Did you do it so your teammates wouldn't hear? Of course. <laughs> well, what? And what did he say? See me in the tunnel. That's nice. And yeah. you got your shirt? Yeah. And you got it framed or anything like that? Yeah, did home, he yeah. sign it for you? Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, really was it the one he wore? He has two shirts. Everyone has two no, shirts. No, it was just the one I took off him from the tunnel. Oh, that's cool. Got it signed after. Did yeah. he ask for your one? No. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from, honestly. I do not care. I don't even know why I bother saying that line. I just don't care. One thing I do care about is you pressing that subscribe button. If you don't press it now, I will come and hunt you down and then have a cup of tea. A reminder that tonight, Ligia Legia Warsaw take on Leicester City in the Europa League. It's live on TalkSport 2. Kickoffs 5.45 is a strange old time. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Olsen's Drive Time Show alongside Daniel Murphy. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be as safe as you can. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.